Hi, hi, everyone, it's me. I can't reveal my name or who I am or anything like that, but I hope what I say can be taken seriously. I'm making this message as a warning because there's something you need to be afraid of, and it's really bad. You have to take my word for it. I'm really sorry. But if you could see pictures of me, I think you'd believe me. I can't back this up, but you can look into it for yourself and see that I'm telling the truth. I used to be a boy. I still am, sort of. If you can believe it. I was born a boy, and I grew up a boy my whole life. It wasn't easy, but I could kind of deal with it. It's hard being a guy sometimes, and one thing that made it difficult was my secret. I've always been into forced feminization. I love it. I want to be feminized more than I wanted to have sex. To dress up like a girl and be dressed up like a girl and be feminine. Be submissive and pretty. Wear maid outfits and tits and be told I'm a good girl or a bad girl and get fucked in the ass by a big strong man. But I didn't really want to be a girl all the time. I had my boy side and I could keep it a secret. I like soccer and girls and getting dirty and fucking around with my friends and they'd fuck around with me and we'd get into trouble and all that stuff. I liked being a boy. But then one day I found this website. A website you must never look for. Never seek it out. Never search it. If you see anyone find out about it, tell them never to look for it. Never sign up for it. Don't even look it up because they'll know. They advertise for guys who like feminization. So please, please don't click on it. They make it look fun. You get to live out your fantasies. Ever wanted to be a sissy maid? Now just shot, you know. And it's free. The whole thing's free. All they say is, oh, you gotta do chores and you get to be forced feminized. That's how they pay for it, with chores. They make it look kink friendly and mistresses are fun and they all have their own profiles and videos up where they introduce themselves and they're all affiliated with this house because all the chores get done for them by the maids so everyone's a winner but don't be fooled they're hot too these doms are really hot and they're really into forced feminization too see that's the thing that's how they make it look that's why I need to warn you because I signed up for it I thought it was going to be fun, and it's the worst. It's the most horrible thing that's ever happened to me. It's forceful. They tell you it's forced feminization that you can leave at any time, but you can't. You sign up. It's all laid out for you. They have different buildings. The one I went to is out of town. It's like a big college building. It's way bigger than it looks on the website, and it's filled with other sissies and mistresses and Everyone's living out their fantasies, but when you sign up, you can't leave. Oh, they say you can leave, but you can't. You signed up for forced feminization, now it's too late to leave. If you can escape or free, that's what they say. And if you disobey or break a rule, they punish you. Real punishments. And it's not just that. When you sign up, they make you give all this stuff to prove you're serious, and they can bill you for any problems. They've got your information. They can use it against you. Uh, there was this one girl when I was there. <sighs> Sorry, it's hard to talk about. I liked her. She tried to leave. 
She couldn't take it. And the mistress is, uh, it's horrible. I don't even want to talk about it. But she got out of the building. And the mistresses, one of the people who were really in charge, they gave her one of the stricter punishments. They gave her a sex change. Normally, they let us keep our dicks and balls, even though everything gets feminized. But with some girls, they go all the way. The worst part is they make you like it so much. I don't know what they do. They put something in the hormones they give you, and it makes you horny. It makes you horny all the time. Hornier than you've ever been. And all of the sissies are locked in chastity. And they only let you come when you're really, really, really good. So then you kind of like it. The mistresses treat you like a real girl. They humiliate you. They train you. They punish you. You get spanked. And sometimes the mistresses, if they really, really, really like a girl, they might have sex with them. Yeah, you might have to stay in chastity. And the mistresses do the penetrating. But it could be really sweet. The best sex I ever had was with one of the mistresses that made love to me. But you can't get away. It takes like a year to convert you, so if you think you can play along and do what they want, and maybe you can escape and go to the police. But after that, it's... Uh, well, after graduation, you get to meet these people, and you go through this big process in this interview. It takes on a life of its own, and then they decide someone's going to own you. That's why I'm recording this message. I can't go to the cops. I can't show my face. I can't tell you specifics or even call for help because if my owner found out, if you think it's not that bad, I'm still on hormones. I can't remember what it's like to not be horny. If you think you can play along and get to come whenever you want, you can't. All the sissies are in chastity and it's so long before you get to come and after you come, well, I remember the first time when it happened, it had been weeks. After I came, there was no post-nut clarity. It was so strong. It was like I was in heaven when I came. It went on for so long. I'd been going along with all the feminization because I had to. And after I came, well, I don't know if it's because I played along or the training did something. I wanted to feel like a girl. I didn't want to go back to being a boy. And it got much easier to go along with it. I felt so ashamed I'd played along. Like I betrayed things somehow. I couldn't face anyone again. There's a part of me that enjoyed what was done to me. When I first tried to run, they wouldn't let me out of bondage. The mistresses treated me like a girl. But between you and me, it felt good. I miss my old life. Some of the girls who've been there longer will tell you, and this is something all sissies go through, but the girls who have been there longer will tell you, it's okay. You get used to it. Give in. Give up on being a boy. It feels good. It does feel good. It's exciting to be a girl. And I never thought I'd become like that, but I did. I didn't think I would, but I did. I could never go back to being a boy. Scarlett, you have really been slacking. Here I thought you were going to be such a perfect, pretty sub. Such a perfect, pretty, passable sissy. But no, you've been slacking. So, that pretty little outfit that I got you, forget that. We're going to go severe rubber dolly dress. I'm going to put you with a butt plug. 
a rubber chastity cage to contain your little clitticock, a full rubber cat suit, your hair that's woven into your hair, if you'll remember. I'm going to pull up into a high ponytail. And until you get a better attitude, I'm going to hog tie you on the bed, your hands and feet connected behind you, but also connected to that is your ponytail, and there's going to be a tie around your neck. If you wiggle your feet, it pulls your hair. If you wiggle your hands, it pulls on your neck, and you have very little leeway with either place my little rubber dolly slut that doesn't want to listen. Slutty Scarlet. Here I thought you were going to be my pretty, perfect sissy. So I'm going to leave you like this for a while while you sit there and think about what you're doing. Because I guess the facts are we have to be much more severe with you, don't we? Fine by me. It's easy enough for me. I'm going to have you go ahead and sit there while I design, or maybe I should say redesign, your wardrobe. We're going to get rid of those pretty dresses we picked out. We're going to get rid of the fancy makeup and all. And we're going to turn you into a little bondage slut. And since you've been such a slut, you watch as I sit there and cut up your pretty dresses. I make rags out of them. The stuff that's salvageable, that I think somebody might get a use out of, I'll bag up and donate. There's plenty of women out there, or even sissies in need, that could use these things. You clearly aren't ready. You try to listen, you strain your ears trying to listen to me in the next room. I'm clearly making a phone call. You hear me say something about double H cup? tomorrow oh don't worry she won't be eating you hear me say and you wonder what the hell's going on and when I come in you start to ask me and pff, here I thought I was going to get to treat you kindly but apparently I got to dig out the deprivation hood so I pull it out pull it over your head and zip everything shut so you can't hear and I can't hear you and you're left there until very early in the morning. I unhook you. I leave the cuffs on your wrists and the cuffs on your ankles. I stand you up. I leave the depth hood on. I wrap a waist wrap around your waist. Connect your wrist to that like a prisoner. Bring up a chain from your ankles as well, like a prisoner. You feel me fasten a collar around your neck. And I proceed to lead you with a leash, pulling on your neck. I leave the depth hood on. I lead you out down some stairs. I'm clearly putting you into my car. You're expecting to hear me open a car door for you, but no. We walk around to the back. I go ahead and I open the trunk and next thing you know you're pushed in 
the trunk. And I make it so you can't access your head to try to pull the depth hood off or anything like that. And you're cuffed very tightly. We get to wherever we're going and I let you out of the trunk. We walk into a building and what little bit you can hear and what little bit you can take in sure seems like a hospital. Finally, I take the depth hood off of you. People are looking at me kind of strangely. And I warn you that I've taken so many pictures of you that if you try to scream or you try to get away, I'll put it out all over the internet. Everything you've done up to this point, I will put it out for everybody to see. And before you even have a chance of thinking about doing something funny, a really gorgeous brunette comes up. She's got huge tits and she comes up and jabs you with a needle. You start to feel super sleepy really fast. And when you wake up, you hear me talking to you. Scarlet? Slut? Wake up. You don't know what happened, but oh gosh, your chest hurts. Feels like somebody's been pounding on your chest all night. You look down and realize there's a bandage wrapped around you many, many times. I walk over to you and look down at you. Good morning, sleeping slut. How are you feeling? And you ask what happened. And I explained to you that I gave you the option to be my pretty sissy, but you didn't want that. So now you're going to be my sissy slut. To be a good sissy slut, you need to be a bit of a bimbo. To be a bimbo, you have to have big boobs. So I took care of that problem for you. Can you stand up yet? And I take you by the hand. We walk over to this mirror, full-length mirror. I stand behind you. And I ask the nurse if I could take the wrap off of you. And she says, yes, I unwrap you. And you see two huge breasts. I explained to you that they're double H. You'll have to get bras custom made. And I reach around and I pinch your nipples and you feel it. Fully functional outside of being able to breastfeed. Now, we're going to reconsider who and what you are to me, Scarlet. We're obviously going to have to get you a whole new wardrobe. We're going to shop at places like Forever 21, Hot Topic, any of the places that have bodycon slutty stuff. Maybe even Fredericks of Hollywood. Form fitted slutwear. Fortunately, I found a bra and a little dress that'll fit you. It's kind of matronly looking though, so we gotta get you something right away. As soon as we're discharged from the hospital, you'd think I would take you home to recover, but no. We go straight to the mall. First place we hit up is Fredericks of Hollywood. One, they have bras that'll fit those huge tits of yours. And two, they do have a lot of bodycon wear, slut wear. I pick you out several outfits, most of them fetishy. 
find some nice high heel stripper shoes for you to wear. And I have you change into a little black number with some stripper shoes. And I say, all right, let's go. And you're thinking, oh boy, you get to go home and finally rest and recover. But no, we stop at the adult store. But this isn't like a regular adult store that you know of. It's called Mr. S. Leather. And they specialize in everything BDSM and kink. There I acquire a posture collar for you, a humbler, a corset, leg binders, arm binders, a body bag, enough wrap to wrap you up like a cocoon, a full rubber dress, like a little sissy maid outfit, but in rubber. And then rubber bras, rubber panties. And I get a more serious, more severe cock cage. We return to the house and I explain to you that from now on, you're gonna be my sissy slut maid my bimbo manager of the house. I'll tell you what to wear every day. You don't get to choose. You will always have the posture collar on. You will always have the corset on. Most of the time you'll have a butt plug up your ass. Most of the time you'll have a penis gag in your mouth. You won't have the ability to speak back, but on the chance you do, you won't speak unless spoken to. Today, you're going to put on a nice little service for me and a few of my dommy friends. You're going to put on a proper high tea for all of us. So that's going to require you putting on your sissy maid outfit in rubber. Black and white traditional maid outfit made out of latex rubber. You've got the corset on, you've got the posture collar on. Your huge tits are popping out of the top of it. I make you leave the butt plug in. Your metal chastity cage is straining against your clitty. And don't worry, I got you some nice ballet boots. So you're going to have to take little mincing steps as you deliver our tea. You manage to deliver the tea and the little sandwiches and the little sweets without making a mess and doing a very good job. And then I have you go stand in the corner and wait until we wrap up our meal. And I explained to my dummy girlfriends that Scarlett started off being the prettiest sissy you'd ever want to meet. But then my pretty sissy got sassy. Stop listening to instructions and stop following what I said to do. So I decide that I'm going to do your arms in reverse prayer position. Up behind your back, bound tightly in the arm binders. I'm going to put a spreader bar between your legs. And I'm going to put some little things in a hat. Punishments, not punishments, but punishments for you. And each Dom gets to pull one out 
and do whatever it says to you. The first one, my friend Miranda, pulls out a slip and it says, spank 100 times. So she gets a paddle. One of the things I acquired at the sex shop, covered in rubber, and commences to spank your ass until you're welted red and about to cry. Hard, firm smacks right across your ass. My next friend, Ashley, she pulls out, give a good pegging. She yanks down your panties, bends you over the counter in the kitchen, takes out your butt plug, straps up with a nice eight-inch strap on, and proceeds to take you to pound town. You start to make too much noise, and so she takes her panties off and stuffs them in your mouth. She goes until she's satisfied. My next girlfriend, Katie, says, you have to do a foot worship. So down on your knees, panties still in your mouth, you have to worship Katie's feet. Sniffing, licking, rubbing, massaging, pampering, and tending to her feet. And let's be honest, Katie has stinky feet, so you're going to have to smell them and lick them anyway. Guess she shouldn't have been so sassy, huh? Now, your arms still bound behind you. I go ahead and I come up and tell you it's my turn. And I'm not drawing anything out of the hat. I want you to lay down on the floor, face up. I go ahead and I reach down into your panties and take your chastity cage off and you get kind of excited about that until I tie a piece of leather around your balls and you realize it's wet leather and I take it and I tie it up to your wrists and as that leather dries you're going to find it pulls very very tightly on that leather cord tightening and pulling those balls up higher and higher till it feels like they're about to be pulled off and as you lay there helpless like that and my girlfriends are taking plenty of pictures and giggling finishing their tea I go ahead and I sit on your face and I tell you I want you to worship my ass see there was a time I was going to treat you with kindness Scarlet, I had dreams of having you as my little girlfriend, my companion. My girlfriend for girls' night out, but no, you have to be a sassy one. Now look at you. You've got the biggest tits in the room. You've been fucked more than all of us in the last week. You've been spanked. And now here you are, having to lick and worship my ass. And if I choose to smother you under my ass, well that's what you're going to get smothered because you get what you get that said I'm going to have you lick until I have a lovely orgasm and then we go ahead I stand up and all of the doms are curious about the leather cord around your balls they're trying to do things to get it to tighten up 
Finally, one of them gets clever enough to bust out the hairdryer, and they turn the hairdryer on you. And as that leather cord dries and tightens, it starts pulling your balls upward, higher and higher. And it's then that you realize I've also tied it around the base of your cock, so it's just yanking your whole groin area upward as it dries. You didn't realize how much a leather cord could stretch when wet. Oh, it can almost double in size. My girlfriend keeps the hair dryer going. That hot air is drying out that cord quickly and your balls are getting pulled way up. Spreader bar still on your legs. So vulnerable if somebody decided they wanted to try to trample you, kick you in the balls, smack your balls. But no, we've just got you on display. Once it's finally dry, your balls are yanked up, I go ahead and stand you up with the help of my friends. And there you are in the middle of the floor, your big tits about to spill out of that dress, out of that uniform. Your balls are practically pulled up to your belly button. Your skirt is still hiked up, and one of the girls thought ahead to clothespin it up so we could see everything you've got going on. You can't move, you can't walk away, you can't run because I've got that spreader bar on you. Finally, I cut that cord, give you some relief and take the spreader bar off and tell you that now your job is very simple. I take all of the arm binders off, any of the chains. So you're just in your made outfit with the corset, the posture collar. I replaced the butt plug as well. You're welcome. And you give us round two of tea, and now your rule is, until we're finished with our tea, you're going to go around and service every woman whatever she wants. If she wants a foot rub, you do it. If she wants her pussy licked, you do it. If she wants her ass licked, you do it. You're now our service slut. And there's five of us here. Plus me. So you're going to be a busy little slut for the rest of the night. And then at night, instead of getting to wear one of those pretty nighties we talked about, I'm going to cuff you, gag you, and zip you into the body bag. That's what happens to naughty little sluts, you see, Scarlet. So while you were going to be pretty sissy, Scarlet, now you're Scarlet the slut. Scarlet, the bimbo slut that finds herself zipped into a body bag every night, gagged so she can't scream for help. And even if you did, we have so many pictures showing you enjoying yourself, showing you with a boner. I mean, you try to argue that that was because that leather cord drawing, but we'll say it was a boner because you were really liking it. I guess you should have listened to me in the first place, huh, Scarlett? Would have made your life a lot more pleasant.